Hello, everybody, and welcome to Christian the Podcast. I am your host, Christopher Massey, and I want to thank you again for tuning in. We had a wonderful, wonderful episode last episode. Make sure you go and uh, listen to that. But um, again, I want to thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you, everybody who's been supporting and following. Make sure you follow the Instagram page, Christian the Podcast. The show is just about practical Christianity and what the, what that means, just having practical uh, conversations, right? Everything doesn't have to be deep. Everything doesn't have to be overly spiritualized. Um, but the reality is that um, even as a Christian, you go through some things in your life, right? And how do you navigate those things? So if you've listened to the previous episode, uh, we've had uh, a friend of mine, uh, Tiffany Bethea, she talked about her journey and not only divorce, but she also talked about leaving her family church. Um, I'm sure if you know Tiffany Bethea, you know the the family, her her parents and their family church, really, really big, really in the world, but definitely uh, here in Baltimore. Also, um, just, just the journey of leaving the church, right? Because it is a journey when you leave a church, um, especially when it's uh, your family church and what she um, went through with that. We also have my friend and mentor, Pastor Gregory Barnes, and he talked about um, his journey as a Christian and a Christian male. And uh, you can listen to that wonderful episode, um, his fall and, you know, what his experience was like in that fall and where he has, you know, where he is now. And he talked about um, his journey and talking about, you know, even to the point where he was in a mosque and God talked to him in a mosque and brought him back to the faith. So, um, you know, he, he had his journey. We also had on here um, Dr. Tanisia. Um, she talked about her journey and she talked about, you know, living, uh, living with uh, being bipolar and talked about really mental health in the church. And she talked about her journey and, you know, what it was like in those things. And we also had Pastor Joel Veronica Allen. And she talked about her journey and she talked about, um, you know, having breast cancer and what that was like having breast cancer as a pastor. So um, we, you know, um, amongst other shows and amongst other guests and amongst other things, Christian, the podcast really is about the journey as a Christian. You know, what happens when you lose a child, as we had in our uh, last episode? What happens when you get a terminal disease, right? Um, you know, in the practical sense, when a doctor tells you you have cancer, especially for women when you have breast cancer or any type of cancer, the first thing you think is a death sentence. You know, while the world is telling you to rejoice and trust in God, you know, reality hits your flesh and, and that's what you go through. You know, as a male, um, especially in Christian spaces, when you have a fall, what does that look like? Um so we, we, you know, we're showing people that you are going to go through these things, right? When you're mad, right? When you're mad at God, when you're mad at God because you lost a child, when you're mad at God because you lost your job, you lost your house, when you're mad at God because you lost everything, right? How do you have those conversations um, and, and be real about it, right? Um, I posted the other day, uh, shout out to James, what's going on, man? Um I posted the other day 
uh, about uh, (laughs) I call it toxic positivity. And basically what that means is when you are having something going on in your life and people try to be positive, but they're really negative. So in, in, you know, you, you get something that happens and then people say, you know, well, uh, everything happens for a reason or, or you'll be okay. Well, no, it's okay to say that I'm not okay because I got cancer. It's okay to say I'm not okay to, um, you know, if I lost a child. And um, I also want to give a shout out for my podcast community. Um, this is one time that I'm going on Facebook Live. Shout out to my brother, uh, Anthony Johnston, him and his brother and their group are uh, coming out with the Husband's Lounge. So that's Christian Men, the Husband's Lounge and what we go through as Christian men. So make sure you you follow him and, and look out for that information, right? So um, and definitely, Anthony, I got to talk to your brother. We're going to get Brian on the show as well, right? So it's about having those real conversations as Christians. And one of those conversations that we have to have is about failure, right? What does failure look like? What does that look like in our lives? And how can we, you know, attest that to to uh, God in our journey? And one of the things I've shared is my own journey when I, you know, I heard the word of God calling me to move. And this is, this was years ago. This was years ago. I heard God said it clearly. He said that, you know, in order for me to elevate you to the level where you are, I'm going to have to move you out of the city that you're in. Now that message is for me, but talking to other people, it might've been for them too, (laughs) because I know several people looking at moving, but the reality is when you fail um, or when God gives you a message you have to have a level of relationship with God and some understanding and some, uh, I would say, counseling in a sense of, of you know, just making sure you have your ducks in a row. Sometimes God gives you an order and you are to move instantly. Sometimes God gives you an order and you should pray about it and pray, you know, when to move. In my case, God gave me an order and it was, you know, not just prophesied to, but in my own prayer, because you want to be careful with prophecy, just because a prophet or a pastor comes and tells you something doesn't mean it's, it's from God in a sense. And it doesn't mean that it's right then and there, but I knew God in my spirit. And when I was praying myself, God was saying, you know, I'm going to move you. And at the time that I did move, um, I didn't, have my now wife, um, Brittany and shout out to Brittany and our son Carter. I didn't have them in my life. And, um, (laughs) she definitely gives me some direction as it relates to just staying focused. So, um, I know that's why God brought her in my life. But at the time I, um, at the time that I moved, I was single and I had just gotten out of a divorce and, um, but I knew that God had called me to move. Right. So, um, I knew that, but so, so what I did was, um, I moved, I started planning and, but I didn't move smart. I moved with no job and (laughs) I quit my job. I had bills, right. But I said, well, I know it's from God. And so I know, you know, it's time to move. And, you know, the beautiful thing about failure is that, uh, you know, God is with you even when you fail. Even when you fail, he's right there with you. Like there's always, I I truly believe there's always a backup plan when we mismanage and mishandle a word from God. And that's what happened to me. Um, So 
God gave me a word to move. And, and so I started planning out. And my flesh got in the way because I originally had moved down to Georgia. And I was only down there for a month. And when I was down there, I was sleeping in and out of um, friends' hotel, um, friends' houses. I slept on floors. I slept in my car. And I thought that was part of the journey. But I promise you, struggling isn't part of the journey that God has for you in, in most cases, right? In most cases, you will, you know, you go through things, you struggle. Um, um, and so I was in that space and I can remember like there was really no opposition during that time. And I'm telling you this for a reason. I'm telling you this for a reason. Just stay with me. When I moved to Georgia, there was no opposition at the time, meaning there was no like uh, force that was going against me. It was like, okay, move here. And I moved there because I heard God say move. And then I had friends in Georgia that was like, oh, come down and, and connect with me. And it almost seemed like when I got there, um, I don't want to say everybody was too busy, but it felt like everybody disappeared. All the connections that I had made and all the, even down to working with somebody who, um, you know, I went to an event and they were like, uh, you know, just come down here. When you get down here, we're going to connect because I love that you are out in the community and you're talking about mental health. I got down to Georgia and like things went ghost, literally. <laughs> well, they went ghost. And um, so I talked to, so I got to a point and um, I got to a point where I was like, okay, something's got to give. I've been down here for a month. Nothing is given. I have completely, miserably failed. I knew that God said move, but I wasn't prepared. So that's the, the first point I'm going to make is make sure you're prepared when you move. Please make sure you have a cushion. I know there are some incredible stories of people said, I have $5 in my account, but I moved. And then, it, you know, but that's not everybody's story. Use a level of wisdom, right? When you're told about wisdom. So um, right before I left, I had called my oldest brother. Shout out to my oldest brother, Ryan. And I kind of poured my heart out to him and I was on the phone and I was crying and he was sitting there listening to me and he just gave me the best encouragement. He said, listen, you can always come home. Like don't feel ashamed when you come home. And so I, I said, cool. So a friend of mine and her husband allowed me to stay uh, maybe like a week, uh, maybe it might've been a week or two shout out to them. And, you know, I was sitting in that, sitting in the room that they, they allowed me to stay in their guest room. And I was sitting there and said, okay, it's time to go home. Like I, I get it. So I got up at like five o'clock in the morning and I drove from Georgia all the way to Baltimore to my mom's house. And, you know, in that process, my oldest brother, he, um, he still attends the, the church that, you know, I grew up in up until I was a teenager. Shout out to St. Francis. It's the, uh, uh, oldest black Catholic church in the United States. And my brother would, uh, we would get together and um, I would just go to the church with him um, and just pray with him. Um, and we would just sit there and pray. And, you know, I, I really believe that in failure, God has people in your journey that helps you. I don't think I would have been okay even coming back unless my brother did what he did. One, just giving me, you know, of just that, you know, that older brotherly love to say, listen, man, it's okay. You know, I was so high on myself and so down on myself that I had moved, that I had failed. And, you know, I, 
I always knew I was a dreamer, but I didn't know what that looked like. Because when you're a dreamer, you fail a thousand times trying to really figure out, you know, what is the dream, right? (laughs) So, but like I said, when God gives you a word, you really have to be careful about when you move. Again, you have to know God is this movement for right now or is it moving for later, right? We always talk about uh, David's journey. You know, he was prophesied to when he was young, but he wasn't a king till many, many, many years later, right? So, uh, but I, you know, I'm sharing this message and I'm sharing this podcast because there is a beauty in failure. And I want people to start embracing the part of failure because you are not going to get anywhere in life. I mean, this has been echoed by Tyler Perry. This has been echoed by um, Bishop Jakes. This has been echoed by Denzel Washington and, you know, anybody, Kevin Hart, anybody that's made it big that failure is part of the journey. And, you know, as Christians, we're always told to, you know, it's, it's going to be OK. God got you, you know. But then there's a level of shame with failure that comes, not just for yourself, but there's a level of shame that comes. Uh, and I don't want to say from the church because, I don't, you know, it's so easy to blame the church. It's really just people. But, you know, those people are Christians that there's a level of shame when it comes to failure. But people forget that failure is part of your journey. How else are you going to make it big unless you knock on one door, you try that door, that doesn't work, you know, and then you knock on another door. It doesn't matter how how much money you have, you're going to fail. I'm sure if uh, a lot of people with businesses can tell you about businesses that they've closed. You know, I've even looked at, you know, me and my wife, we're big into uh, the Food Network and we're big into, you know, the big names of, of chefs that have had to close down several restaurants for whatever reason, right? Failure is a part of your journey, but I want to show you about failure where I am now. So in July, my wife and I, we moved down to North Carolina. We didn't share it with anybody, but our immediate family, because, you know, we got to the point where it was like, okay, I know God called me, but now is the time. And I set everything up. I mean, down to we found a place. I still have my job where we, you know, I can work virtually. She had her job where she can work virtually. Like we set everything up. We talked about it. We prayed over. We had talked about it for a year, a whole year about moving. And then we finally said, you know, we got to the point. When I tell you there was so much opposition from situation that's happened to doubt. Right. So this is just for anybody that needs encouragement about a change in your life. You know that God gave you this word. You know that, you know, deep down inside there's something burning and you know that you want to make a move. The first thing is you got to make the move, right? We went down on a weekend. We didn't share it with anybody. We just went down and we, you know, drove the area. We had looked it up. We had already been casing North Carolina for a year, but we, we took some time and, you know, we put the work in. Right. It wasn't just a let's go down there. Oh, we found a place. And then, oh, we made this decision. This was a year because, you know, some people reached out to me like, dang, I didn't know. Yeah, we're talking about moving. Yeah, we were talking about it for a year and a half, just about. And but there was so much opposition and there was doubt. Right. There was doubt between, you know, me and my wife about moving down there. There was guilt. Right. We have a young child. We, um, you know, on the flip side, we were happy because he's not older where he already has established friends in a sense. Like if you were to move a teen or, you know, something like that, an older child that I don't want to leave my friends. But sometimes, you know, for the best betterment of your family or whatever the case may be, um, you 
you make those decisions. So I made the decision to say, okay, we're going to move. She was in alignment with me and we agreed. And, um, but this time, you know, there was opposition. There was kind of regret. There was like a feeling like, you know, there was the, you know, how they do the, the angel and the devil in the, in, on your shoulder. And it was like, the devil was like, no, you're going to fail. Don't do this. Remember you failed the first time. And now this time you have a family so now you're going to fail with the family. <laughs> so, and it was like the, 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 the good side, the angel side was like, trust God, just trust God in the process. So, you know, what I want to leave you all with and um, shout out to Tiffany Barnes, who also has a, a story and a journey and, you know, we've been missing each other and I'm definitely going to get you on the podcast and to, um, uh, Karen Qualls, shout out to her. We're definitely going to get her. Um, she's, an amazing, amazing um, life coach, lifestyle coach. She does it all. Um, so shout out to her. But um, what I want to leave everybody here with is it's okay to fail. It is okay to fail. Don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of failure and what could happen. Don't let your mind and don't let the enemy play on your mind because that's what happens. Remember, I told you earlier there was no opposition. And it was a reason because God really didn't want me to go, even though I thought he did. And I thought I heard him say, go here because it was my selfishness and my own flesh to telling me, well, you got friends down here because a lot of people, they struggle with that. Right. So when we did move down to North Carolina, there were certain people like, well, what about family? Like who, you know, do you have anybody down there? Do you know anybody down there? Sometimes that's what God needs in order. He needs it to be you and him. He needs you to trust him and not be in comfort all the time. Now, although we know and have certain friends and family down there, we really didn't have many people um, that are even close to us. We live closer to the Raleigh side. My family, my cousins, and most some of her family live on the Charlotte side, right? So we really didn't have it. And it's a, it's a testament and a lesson to anybody trying to make a change in their life. Listen. If and this, this scenario isn't just for wanting to move, it's about failure. If there's something in your heart that you want to try, you want to move to a new state, you want to leave your job, you want to leave, you know, uh, the church that you've been in for many years, it's okay to do it. And if you fail, don't let people who are, I don't want to say who are miserable, but I do want to say who are miserable, but don't let people that don't understand the, the relationship that you have with God ruin it for you, right? Don't miss a calling. I didn't know why God called me down here. I still have um, conversations with him, but he said, go. And this time I planned. So when I moved to Georgia, I didn't plan. I didn't have a plan. I just said, I'm going to go down there and God is going to, he's going to talk to me when I get down there. (laughs) And God was as silent, silent as can be when I got down there. Because it wasn't in his will. Yes, he called me to move. But at that time, it wasn't in his will for me to move. And but now that I've seen and now that God has been opening doors for me since I've been in North Carolina, not only for myself, but for my wife and my son, um, I, I understand that there's a power in embracing failure. And there's something to be said to people that. It's okay to fail. So many people, I'm afraid to fail. Why are you afraid to fail? Try it. Try it. Try it. If it doesn't work out, if you move to another state, guess what? 
you got family, you can always come home. If you want to start a new job or you're an entrepreneur and you have a business plan, get your business plan together. Reach out to people. There's so much free information out there on YouTube, um, on social media. Vet the stuff, right? Don't just follow somebody because they got a big following. Vet what you need. But if God puts a word in your heart and he gives you something and he gives you a directive, pray on it and plan on it. One of the biggest things I will leave you with is some wisdom. Make sure you have a plan in what God gives you. So if he's telling you to move quick, you'll be ready to move quick. If he's telling you to wait for a specific reason, you wait. But in the event that you do wait um, and you miss it, or if you rush, God is always with you. There was a blessing in me going down there and coming back, right? There was a blessing in that. I mean, I can look at just certain things. I can look at the job where I am now. I look at the fact that, you know, God has blessed me not only with a wife, but, a you know, a son. And I have an amazing family, right? And all of that, I would attest to me taking the leap to fail and that feeling and that force behind it. When I moved down to uh, Georgia and I moved down to Atlanta, let me tell you, it was smooth sailing in, in, in the sense that, um, in the sense that there was no like real opposition. Like it was like, okay, I'm moving. There was nothing. But when I, when I moved to North Carolina and it was building up in me, there was something building up in me and it was a fight. It was a constant battle of, don't go, don't go. And I'm like, wow, I didn't have this the first time. But I also think God allowed me to go through that season so that I would have enough, uh, I, I would be ready when it was time to go, right? Because if I didn't experience that, I might have said, you know what, we're going to stay and been in my comfort. But God meets us in the uncomfortable. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that. There is a scripture that I want to leave you with is Psalm 145, 14. And it says, the Lord upholds all who all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. So if you fall, the, the Lord is right there. God is right there with you. He is going to pick you up. He is going to dust off whatever happened. And then next time you just game plan and use some wisdom, right? But um, in closing, I just want to say, don't be afraid to fail. Let failure be a part of your story. Let failure be a part of your process. There are so many people gripped with fear about failing. And, you know, that's easy, right? But at the same time, don't let failure stop you from getting to your destiny. Please don't. Because if you listen to anybody that you follow, if you listen to all these influencers and all these, you know, stars, there's failure. Your, your, your favorite sports player, right? There's, there's failure in it. I think about, you know, LeBron James in closing. He was in Cleveland. He couldn't, he couldn't get the help he needed. He left. He went. You can say what you want about starting a mega team. I'm not going to get into that. That's another day for another conversation. Um, and then he went back to Cleveland. Remember, his dream was to win a championship for Cleveland. He won those championships in Miami, but I don't think they were as uh, satisfying, right? Even that first loss that they lost to Dallas, there was failure in 
and him wanting a ring. But it wasn't until he failed and it wasn't until he went went through that and had a championship team and actually won a championship that he had the remedy to to put it all on the table, right? And when uh, when he was interviewed, he said, I put my heart, my, my, my sweat, my blood, my tears. I don't know why God wants me to go through the toughest roads, but he gave me the toughest assignment and I did it. And at the end, he said, Cleveland, this is for you, right? All of that came through failing. So you can look at an example like that and and give you some encouragement. You can use my my story as encouragement, but I want to end to say, don't be afraid to fail. It is a part of your journey. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Christian, the podcast again, please tune in. Uh, please follow me on Instagram. Um, I have some questions of the week on there. I'll, I'm going to start a Patreon page. So my Patreon audience, please come. And that's how um, that's how, you know, podcasts and social media influences. That's how um, we grow is uh, through our community. So make sure you're looking out for the Patreon page information and interaction through through Patreon, more interaction than do the regular podcast. Um, but um, again, don't be afraid to fail. Thank you guys for tuning in until we're back. Christian, the podcast.